0: Welcome to Emily Jordan Radio, a podcast hosted and produced by me, Emily Jordan. I'm a health and life coach for women, a former fifth grade teacher turned artist, coach, writer, personal trainer, podcaster, and overall a creative 20-something just trying to honor who I am as deeply as possible. This podcast is a collection of motivation, inspiration, insight, and entertainment, and I hope that it can be a part of your pursuit to honor who you are, too. Find me on Instagram at Emily Jordan underscore coaching. And be sure to rate and review this podcast in iTunes or share it from wherever you're listening. Thanks for joining me here and let's get started with today's episode. Okay, actually before we get like really far into this, I want to take two minutes tops to let you know how you can support this podcast and my work. So through my hosting platform, Anchor, I do have a donation link where you can support this podcast, you can support my creativity, all of that through like actual money Or, what's even cooler for me is just being supported through the sharing of my work and the sharing of my message. So, there are a couple ways to do that. Number one, you can just share this on social media. You can tweet your favorite quotes, screenshot yourself listening to it, share it on Facebook, wherever you go for social media needs, just share me there. That'd be really cool. Number two, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And I know, I get it, that's a little laborious, but. Reviews and ratings really help. So if you go and view this podcast in the iTunes store and you click on some stars and then you write, oh my God, I love this podcast. Emily's so great. Then that's obviously a huge help. Finally, if all you do is just tell someone about this podcast, like word of mouth, I don't even have to know about it. That's hugely helpful as well. I'm hoping that I say things that are worth talking about, things that spark conversation. So if that's the case, please just tell your friends about this podcast and let's see if we can get some more listeners. Okay, now let's start the episode for real. Hey, hi, hello guys. It has been a while since I have sat down here and just chatted. I'm not even gonna say sorry, ramble about reasons why, I'm just going to jump right on in and say it feels really good to be here again. Um, This podcast is almost two years old now, if not maybe right at two years old. And when I started it, it was literally meant to just be a recap of my blogs. It was just another way of consuming that same content. But now it's just really grown for me into a space where I can connect with other people and share those connections with you and share those insights that emerge from those connections. And it's just a place where I get to really Share and express myself so much differently than I get to do via writing or Instagram or my blog or emails or anything like that. So I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy I'm here. And I'm so happy to be talking about what I'm going to talk about today, which is essentially my job, my work, what I do. So obviously, I'm excited about that because I'm really passionate about what it is that I do and the ways in which I'm doing it. But it really has only been a few months that I've really come into this passion and just come into more clarity about what I'm doing. So I felt like an episode like this was really appropriate, and I'm hoping that it's an interesting um, episode and informative to you as well. I have a tendency to anticipate that most of what I say is for females, but I also really think that my work and my message is something that everyone needs to hear and that everyone needs to think about and be exposed to, men and women alike. I guess I think of it as Maybe my work is about women, but it's for everyone. Like I work with women um, and I'm passionate about supporting women, but I'm also really excited about exposing men to this arena of womanhood and society and culture and just this side of health and beauty that most men are not themselves subject to. I know for me personally, I didn't open up about a lot of my own body image struggles or thoughts about my appearance in like a true vulnerable, meaningful way to my own boyfriend, because it kind of just feels embarrassing. It feels like, you know, they're not going to understand. It feels like something men just don't get. That's it. And you know, they hear us complain about the way we look and about how we want to lose weight and they hear us comment on other women's bodies, things like that. But I don't think that a lot of us ever really actually explain to them like, hey, this is a thing that matters and this is how these feelings about my body are affecting me and therefore affecting us, you know? I think we don't address that topic with the men in our lives because like I said, it feels embarrassing. It feels silly. And also because we might not have actually addressed it with ourselves. So that being said, If you are a girl, a woman, a lady here in the house today, welcome. This is totally for and about you. But if you're a dude, please don't do the dip yet. I think you could really benefit from hearing this conversation or these ideas, actually, because it's just me today, not really a conversation. But I think this needs to be something that men and women are aware of and can talk about. So let's go ahead and jump into it. All right, so... Starting from the big picture and sort of working our way in, let's just talk about where I'm at right now and where I'm heading, just to give some context to the why and the juice behind this stuff that I'll be covering for most of the episode. So I'm currently a women's personal trainer, which I love, but I love it more for what I believe our physical bodies mean to us and how our physical bodies impact all the areas of our lives from our work, to our families, to our friendships, to our romantic relationships, to our mental health. So. I love personal training from a much larger uh, perspective than just fitness and getting in shape. And pretty much as soon as I got into personal training, like actually started working with clients in person, I knew that this wasn't gonna be the big core of my business or my work ever. Like I knew I wasn't going to just do gym sessions with women forever. It's certainly a big part of what I do and something I love doing and think that I will continue doing in some capacity. But what I am tacking onto that and hoping to step into more is body image and confidence coaching for women. So I offer coaching at a one-on-one level. I do it in groups. Settings. I do it online, I do it in person, and kind of really across all ages because I know that this is a relevant, critical topic for girls pretty much as soon as they're aware of and exposed to media, other girls, and just culture in general. So that's kind of the big picture here, body image and confidence coaching. But... What I wanna talk about today is sort of why this matters, why I think it's valuable and impactful and critical enough that I'm building an entire business around it because I know for a lot of people, and this is something that I definitely struggled with and still struggle with some days too, Body image and the idea of confidence being attached to looks or really anything that draws women's attention even more to their appearance is sort of superficial or negative or shallow. That's what a lot of people tend to think. I think maybe because we, like society, culture, um, people in general, have gotten kind of really obsessed with appearance in an unhealthy way. One of the reactions to that has been to just totally flee that obsession and then bash it. And bash people that care at all about how they look. We've kind of demonized caring about our appearance or the notion that caring about how you look is okay. Like we've said that it's not. I think for a lot of people, caring about how you look somehow equates to being shallow. It means you're not spending time thinking about quote-unquote bigger, more important things. And it's certainly in some ways very against um, this whole feminine movement as well. So I've thought about those things and part of me used to feel kind of a sense of guilt for a while, like that I was contributing to women's body image issues. I'm making this worse by making women think even more about how they look. Because if you're a girl, you know you think about your body and you look in the mirror and you compare your body to other women's bodies on a daily basis, several times a day even. So there's an entire camp of people who are just kind of like, F that. I don't care what I look like. Nobody should care what they look like, all of that. But for me, I do care about how I look. Um, I've always cared and that care has been sort of a negative thing at some points in my life. It's been unhealthy, I guess. I've cared to the point of you know, doing stupid things to try and get a body I thought looked, quote, good. But it's also been a source of joy for me, you know? And I think people overlook that, that it can be happy and fun to care about how you look. Like, I like wearing makeup and I like buying a new outfit. I like getting my hair done. Those are all instances of me caring about my appearance. And none of those have been sources of negativity for me. They've been sources of joy. I'm not buying a new outfit or putting on makeup from a place of, not liking the way I look. I'm doing it because I do like the way that I look. I just also like it when I'm wearing certain things or wearing makeup um, because that just brings me joy to think that I look good. And I think that's a source of joy for a lot of women. But some of us are kind of ashamed to admit that, right? We kind of want to believe that we're, I guess, above that, that we're deeper than caring about our appearances so much. So i I've kind of gone back and forth between feeling like, damn, this stuff matters, this is so important, I need to talk about this, and then the other side of feeling like I'm making it worse, that I'm drawing even more attention to something we actually do need to spend less time thinking about, which is a huge reason that I wanted to sit down and talk about this today, to open up the floor about what I do and open up the conversation with you too and see kind of what you think of it, whether you're a guy or a girl. So kind of first- Big question then is like, what is body image? What does body image mean? And what does it have to do with anything? Cause it's kind of thrown around um, and I guess it's one of those like foggy concepts right now. How or why is there a need for body image coaching? Also pause while we're here. I just feel like I need to get this off my chest. I really do not enjoy the word coaching. I don't know what else to use. So I'm open to suggestions therapy, consulting, counseling, I don't know. Even some of those kind of hurt my ears. I don't know but coaching for me is kind of just a turn off even though I know it shouldn't be but it just feels overused or derogatory now. I don't know, anyway, back to business. So I've thought a lot about what body image is and I've also talked to so many women about what it is and what it means. It's definitely one of those, like I said, foggy or just cloudy terms in social media, in health and fitness and it's a hot topic right now but What even is it? What does it mean? Kind of the consensus among the women that I've talked to and also what I believe is that body image is how you think you look. It's how you feel about how you look. So having a quote good body image can mean you believe you look good. You think you look attractive in your eyes. You feel comfortable with the way you look. Having a, quote, poor body image, then, can mean the opposite. You think you look fat, you're too skinny, you're ugly. You believe that you look unattractive, essentially. You think you look bad. So body image, though, is a feeling. Um, And just like any other feeling, that feeling is subject to change on an hourly basis every single day. You can feel like you look good in the morning, and at the end of the day, you feel like you look bad. It's a feeling. It can be inconsistent, volatile, it's unjustified, just like any other feeling. There's often not even a lot of legitimate things to back it up. And so like any other feeling, it affects your mood, it affects your thoughts, it affects your choices and your actions. So part of me feels like, all right, mic drop, I can just stop there, like that's it. That's why I believe this stuff is important because it's a feeling that, like all feelings, affects us everywhere in everything we do. How can that not merit an entire sector of coaching or counseling? How does that not matter? How can we not talk about this? And I think the answer to that is we cannot talk about it because we're afraid to admit it or we're just completely unaware of the fact that it actually is affecting us. I think we don't want to admit that our body image, our feelings about our bodies and about our looks actually are impactful. That feels shallow to us. It feels really superficial and unimportant. I don't want to admit that I was a bitch to my friend today because I was feeling fat. I don't want to admit that I was an unproductive grouch all day at work because I felt bloated or like the ugliest person in the room at the meeting. I don't want to admit that date night was just all right because I didn't feel pretty. I don't want to admit that I was too busy thinking about how big my legs were compared to hers that I couldn't enjoy happy hour. That's superficial, that's shallow. But then there's also a chunk of us that probably actually don't even notice or haven't made the connection between our body image and how we're acting, our body image and how we're thinking. We haven't realized that, hey, maybe the fact that every day I feel fat and ugly and unattractive could actually be playing a role in how I show up at work or how I engage with my partner. Those are hard connections to make for some of us. And like I said, they also feel shameful. They feel embarrassing. So some of us aren't ready to admit those connections, we're not happy to confess that our body image does impact our lives, and some of us just straight up haven't noticed, we haven't made the connection. So if you maybe haven't noticed, or even if you totally are aware, wherever you are, I want to ask you to pause this really fast and think of one way one situation in which your body image has impacted the way you've lived because I am of the belief that it definitely has like I know that it does so think of one way that your feelings about the way you look have influenced you in some way good or bad pause this really fast and just think about that so I know for me, a way my body image has negatively impacted me has been in numerous social situations where I'm out with other females and instead of laughing and taking silly pictures and enjoying exchanging stories or connecting over similar struggles, I'm busy thinking about how much prettier she looks than me or thinking about her outfit or how much I wish I had her legs. I'm trying to pose a certain way for a picture or avoid taking a picture at all. I'm totally just not present and not fully relaxed and enjoying myself because a part of my mind is thinking about how I look. So that's one way my own body image has negatively impacted me in the way that I've lived. But on the flip side, I can also think of times where my body image was just really good. I felt like I looked really nice. I liked the way that I looked and I was able to enjoy myself so easily. I felt confident. I struck up conversations. I made the first move, all that kind of stuff. And I can totally tie that back to how I felt about my body at that time. Of course, there are other factors at play too. I think you also need a level of self-confidence tied to things like your abilities, your skills, your contributions, and you need people around you to nurture that confidence, things like that. I'm not saying that all of my experiences or actions, my entire confidence, my entire view of myself is tied to what I think about my body. All I'm saying is every area of our lives is in some way touched by our body image. It's not everything. It's not the whole picture, but it is a part of it. It does play a role. And for that reason, I think it needs to be addressed. Okay, so now we've talked about what body image is, and we've touched on how it plays out in certain areas of our lives, but I wanna dive into that a little more specifically because this is where people either get lost or they tend to disagree. And by the way, if you don't agree with this, that's totally fine. Um, Of course, I really believe this stuff is true and like holds water, But if you're of the belief that this really is shallow and it's a stretch and I'm further digging the knife into a wound way too many women already bear, then you're fully entitled to that belief and I respect it. I could totally see where you're coming from. I'm not trying to convince people of my beliefs. I'm just simply sharing my beliefs because they're my beliefs (laughs) and typically people are excited or passionate about spreading whatever it is they believe in. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying this is what I think. That's it. So when I say our body image impacts the rest of our lives or how we feel about how we look influences the way we live, what do I mean? Because that's a really bold, large, overarching statement. I know that. So let's pick it apart a little. Um, when I think about life, when I think about our lives and when I talk about the areas of our lives, I kind of think of maybe five or six different categories or areas depending on, you know, just like where you're at in life. I think about, number one, your social life, your friendships, um, non-romantic relationships, your work friends, happy hours, parties, those types of things. Number two, I think about your romantic life, your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your partner, the person with whom you are intimate, either physically or emotionally or both. Number three, I think about your work life. Again, depending on what stage of life you're in, for some women, this is still maybe your academic life, but pretty much wherever you are performing, producing, contributing, creating, or collaborating. Number four, I think about your family life. Maybe you're a mom, a sister, a daughter, the head of a household. Many women are all of the above, but family life doesn't just have to be your mom role because even girls who are still playing the role of daughter or sister or just head of the household in general are affected by body image stuff. Number five, I think about your financial life, which is sort of tied to work life, but in a different way. Our finances can also be affected by our body image. And number six, I think about your personal life, your relationship with yourself, your hobbies, how you spend your free time, what you like to do, the things you do just for yourself, how comfortable or not you are with yourself. So that's kind of how I see life broken down. Each of these little categories is this little Lego piece, and when you put all the Legos together, you have a life. So now, briefly, for the sake of attention spans and valuing everyone's time, I just want to hit on how body image and confidence and the way you feel about your appearance can impact each one of these little pieces, each one of these little categories. And keep in mind that your body image can also impact you positively, like I talked about earlier. It can help you make positive choices. It can help you move forward. But I'm really only going to highlight the ways in which it can negatively impact us, just to kind of drive my point home here and demonstrate like the severity of this and why body image is so important to address and deal with. So let's start with number one, your social life. Especially for most females, this is a really easy place that body image comes into play and can really pull us down if we let it. When there's a group of women together anywhere, friends, strangers, on purpose or just by circumstance, they are observing the other women around them, period. I don't care if you're out with your girlfriends or if you're waiting in line at the bathroom, you are looking at other women and it can be in a totally neutral way. You're just noticing and taking in the way they look. When we do this, though, it's almost impossible not to also be thinking of how you look using them as a reference point. Um, It's almost impossible to just look at a woman and not also think about how you look, too. You're thinking, am I dressed like her? Does my hair look like hers? Are my arms as small as hers? And again, these can be totally neutral, but most of the time, they're not. Most of the time, we're going to find a woman or another girl that looks better than us, or at least looks a way that we think is better or prettier. And we're going to start to pick ourselves apart for all the ways in which she looks better. I've totally been there, and I'm sure you have too. And it's kind of a moment ruiner. It doesn't necessarily ruin the whole night, but it definitely pulls you out of the present moment, and it makes you kind of just shift into this yucky mindset. You just kind of start operating from this place of feeling less than, and your sort of underlying tone or mental vibe is that you're not as pretty as the people you're with, and that just really sucks. When you're trying to enjoy yourself and be social and have fun and you feel shitty about the way you look, that can really make it hard to do those things. As far as how body image affects your romantic life, I feel like this is pretty obvious, only because your romantic relationships are generally where you're taking the deepest, biggest, and most vulnerable risks also involving your body. And because um, you know if this is where you're at with your romantic involvement, you're probably also literally sharing a lot of your body with another person, right? That's just what it is. So in this way, body image is huge. It's really impactful. The way you think you look plays a huge role in the way you're gonna engage or not engage with your partner or whoever you're dating, or even whether or not you feel ready or confident to start dating at all. What you think about your body and how you relate to your body Determine so much about how you're willing to share that body, how fun that sharing process is and how comfortable you are. And if you're in a pretty serious relationship with someone, certainly if you're married, and you feel bad about your body, if you don't like the way you look, your intimacy with that person is definitely affected. And I'm not gonna get into that too much here because it's just not the time or place, but suffice it to say that intimacy is actually a really important part of a lasting, healthy relationship. So if that's being threatened by something like your own body image, then I believe it's definitely worth addressing and talking about. Okay, moving on to number three, your work life. Again, I think this is especially applicable to most women because of the way we are often perceived at work, quote unquote. And this is whether or not you work in a super corporate setting or whether or not you work remote on a team. Um, if you're the boss or the low man on the totem pole, like whatever you do and whatever role you play at your job, your body image is influencing you. Certainly, if you're the only woman in the room or one of the only women in your you know, organization. Most of us are hyper-aware of that situation when we're the only woman, and most of us are also very aware that men are looking at us. That's just the way it is. They're not necessarily all checking us out, and this isn't a jab against men. We're all looking at other people all the time. Like, women are looking at other men, too. But in a work setting, as a female, when you know you're being looked at by males and you're also being expected to perform at a certain level, you're thinking about your body. You're thinking about how you look. You're thinking, what are they thinking of how I look? Um, let me make sure my clothes are situated right. Let me make sure my top isn't hanging too low. My skirt isn't bunched. My dress is pulled down all the way. It's not a bad thing. It's not a shallow thing. It's just what a lot of us are thinking about. This is just being a woman, I think. And even if you're not the only woman, even if you work with a lot of other women, if you don't feel competent physically with them, if you feel very much less than or not on their level with your appearance, you're generally less likely to speak up. You're less likely to offer an idea, to raise your hand in the meeting, to volunteer to do something, etc. You're going to play smaller than you're capable of because you don't feel the confidence you need to feel in order to be that person. And that confidence is definitely linked to how you feel about your body. Again, it's not a hundred percent about that, but it's a big part of the equation. Moving on to your family life. Um, I'm not a mom, but I have a mom and I have friends who are moms. And I think that this is a really delicate and important area for body image because you're modeling something for other human beings, especially, especially if those other human beings are also girls, if you have daughters. So as a mother, having a poor body image or feeling ugly or fat um, or just not pretty is detrimental to how you show up as a parent. First of all, you're probably voicing these things in front of your kids just because we do that. And a 10-year-old girl, a 16-year-old girl, hearing her mother say she thinks she's fat or that she needs to go on a diet or she hates her stomach, those things are heard. And so that's definitely an obvious way that our body image is affecting us as mothers. But even if you don't voice these things, even if your kids don't hear you say those things, if you're interacting with them coming from that place of not liking yourself, from not being proud of your body, kind of just mentally beating up on yourself for the way you look, how can you possibly also be joyful and fully present with them? How can we, in the back of our minds, be thinking about how much we want to lose that baby weight, or get rid of our cellulite, or have smaller legs, and also be giving real love to our kids? Um, I'm of course not saying at all that you can't love your kids if you have poor body image, but I'm saying that Your love for your kids and the depth of your enjoyment around them and your ability to have fun with them, things like that, is impacted by what you think of your body. It just is. Because when you feel negatively about your body, your actions are springing from that negative place. Now, for my non mamas out there, maybe you're a wife. Maybe you just live with your partner. Um, Or we can even think about young girls who are still living at home and being daughters and sisters in their daily lives. That's their family role. We all play some familial role, and that role is impacted by how we think about our bodies. If you're constantly struggling to feel confident in the way you look, if you're always thinking about losing weight, if you're pinching that part here and cinching that piece here, you're not gonna be of a mindset to then take care of others or play your part on the team that you're a part of, because that's essentially what families are, they're teams. You're not gonna happily say, okay, I'll do the dishes tonight, I'll take care of these chores, or whatever your family role is, because you're gonna be coming from a negative mindset. It's not to say you won't do these things or that people with poor body image don't do shit around the house, but a poor body image does change how you do those things. When you feel good about your body, when you feel confident in your skin, you're just a happier person in general and that happiness bleeds into all of the things you have to do and get to do for your family on a daily basis. Okay, financial. So. I know I said this one's a lot like work, and it is, but it's more tied to the outcome of your work, the results of your work. Money, for a lot of women, is just kind of scary, taboo, off-limits topic in general. Um, I think it's becoming okay for us, and we're raising our voices and demanding our rights, that kind of thing, but it's still something a lot of us feel really meek about, I think. I know that if I had an actual boss, and I wanted a raise or I just needed to talk about my salary, I would feel really nervous about that conversation. Um, as an entrepreneur who markets her own services, I have a really hard time talking about money and I have a hard time talking about prices with people because it just feels uncomfortable to me. And oddly enough, it feels even more uncomfortable when I'm not in a good place with my body. I know that can sound silly or like it's totally not connected, it's a really hard stretch, But for the sake of making a point, I'll just be blunt and brief. Who do you think is more likely to speak up about the money she feels she deserves? The girl who looks in the mirror and says, you'd be prettier if you lost 10 pounds, you need to go on a diet. Or the girl who sees herself and says, hey girl, let's do this, let's do this day. Even if both girls have the same title, the same abilities, and even if the confident girl doesn't get the raise, she's probably more likely to ask. I'm not saying that you're going to make more money if you're prettier at all. Please, please, please do not hear that. Um, I'm saying that if you feel better about yourself, you're more likely to ask for the things you deserve. I guess that maybe it, it sounds sad in some ways. It can sound superficial, but I think if we can try to look at it as objectively as possible and just see it for what it is, we really can admit that feeling good about the way we look gives us confidence and confidence is a big part of money for all people, but especially for women. Okay, finally onto your personal life. I feel like this one's also kind of obvious. It's obvious that if you feel shitty about the way you look, you're probably not going to take care of yourself very well or feel like you deserve nice things. Um, I also think body image and taking time to inject yourself with a good body image and really doing the work it takes to develop a good body image because it does take work to create a healthy body image for yourself. I think all that is part of your personal life. So these things kind of play off of each other. If you feel bad about your body, you're probably not going to want to do the things that feed yourself and that could contribute to having a better body image, right? If you feel like you don't look good, how can you have a positive relationship with yourself? Why would you indulge in your hobbies? Why would you choose to care for your physical body and your mind? You probably wouldn't because consciously or subconsciously, you don't feel worthy of that care. You don't feel like it would do any good or like you're good enough to do it, so you kind of just keep feeding this cycle. So when I say that I believe body image impacts every area of our lives and that the way you think you look influences you in all your roles, this is what I mean. And something that I also say a lot and I make sure to remind women, and men too, is that we do a lot of things. Women play a lot of roles. We are moms. We're wives, sisters, daughters, friends, leaders, employees, volunteers, managers, cooks, organizers, planners, schedulers, emotional laborers, partners, listeners. We do so, so much and we say no to so little that it's absolutely critical that we like ourselves and that we like our bodies. Otherwise, so much is in jeopardy. We're compromising so much when we don't address the way we feel about the way we look. Now... If you're one of those women who is thinking okay so why is it my responsibility to take on all these roles and do all these things for other people in the first place and on top of that you're telling me i also have to look a certain way to do these things seems like a lot of bs to me that sounds like i'm doing a lot of stuff for other people and then being told i better like myself while i work for all these other people around me i want to say in response to that that it's not our responsibility And that's what makes us women so freaking badass in my mind is because it's not our responsibility or our duty at all. We could totally say no, and sometimes we should, but we still choose to show up in all these different capacities because it's just who we are. So it's not your responsibility. But I think if you're going to choose to say yes to something, if you're going to choose to take on a responsibility and to adopt a particular role – then it does become your responsibility to perform that role to the best of your ability for the sake of the people you're serving. And no, you don't have to look a certain way. That's the thing about body image. It's not tied to a body type or a weight or a size. It's tied to a feeling. So you can say exactly the same size. You don't have to change your body at all but you need to make sure that wherever you are right now in your body, that that's a place you really genuinely like, a place you genuinely feel good about being in and a place that allows you to really excel and show up as fully as you can in all of those roles that you've taken on. Otherwise, you're not doing anyone any favors. And that's one of the biggest points I wanna drive home is that when you settle for having a poor body image, when you're okay with feeling like you don't look good or feeling bad about your body, you're doing a disservice to the people around you. You're kind of showing up at 80% or 50% because the other part of you that could make it 100% isn't confident enough to be here. You're not really full on shining and glowing and doing your thing because there's this underlying current of self-consciousness, right? And so my point is that underlying current is always gonna be there. It's present in every area of our lives already. Body image is affecting us everywhere all the time. And if that's the case, I think we really would be smart to focus on making it positive and making sure we feel good about the way we look because that alone can change so much. It can literally change your life if you think about it. So, ladies, I hope that makes sense to you and I hope that it maybe caused you to think about some stuff for yourself and the other women and girls in your life. If you have questions about working together, about what that looks like, how that works, if you want to talk more about this stuff and kind of explore the topic a little more, or if you just totally disagree and want to share that with me and explain to me your thoughts, I'm around to chat through so many different avenues. Um, Email would probably be the easiest, and that is emily at emilyjordan.me. That's .me. But you can also find me on Instagram at Jordan underscore coaching. You can also find my website. Um, It has a lot of the same information as well. And that's www.emilyjordan.me. Again, that's M-E. Guys, dudes, if you're still around, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out for some girl talk. I really hope that this also opened your eyes to all the ways in which women's bodies are affecting their lives. And mostly, I really hope that you don't see our relationship with our appearance as something superficial, something trivial or meaningless. I hope that the message you heard was that we do care about our looks. I think everyone does to some extent, males and females. Um, And what we think about our looks matters in a deep way, not in a superficial or materialistic way, even if it can sometimes come across like that. I hope that you remember this in your conversations and relationships with the women in your life. I hope that you're aware of the language you use and topics you engage in around body image and the way women look because we're listening to you too and I have no problem admitting that the men in my life do contribute to my perception of my body so you guys also play an important role in this too so if you're listening thanks and if you're a girl who is thinking of a guy who needs to hear this send him my way. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm really excited to share this one. I'm really excited to continue building my training and coaching with these ideas and beliefs in mind. If you have not heard the episode uploaded right before this one, episode 28, um, which is called Everything Comes Full Circle. My work, your body, and why it matters. Definitely, definitely go give that one a listen right now. It's basically a poetic, um, eight or nine minute version of what I just talked about. It's really great. It's really powerful. It sets some really good music and it would just mean a lot to me if you checked it out. But that is all for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. If you feel so inclined share this episode through a good old copy and paste of the link, send it to a friend or just screenshot, um, yourself listening to it and share it on whatever platform you frequent. Just spread the word, get it out there. The more listeners, the merrier. Have a happy rest of the day, and I'll be back soon with a really great interview episode. So stay tuned. Bye, guys.